All right. Welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have both the brothers in arms. How are we doing, boys? I'm doing all right. Um, we're getting closer to uh, the beginning of school. Um, Thank it's beginning God. Beginning of August, man. Can't wait for these kids in my apartment complex to go home. I'm tired of them running around. Making yeah. Them, <laughs> making um, my dog bark. So, I mean, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to be back. When do y'all start? 16th. Oh. They have us doing a PD thing, I think, the 14th and 15th. Fort Mills. Really? Yeah, we get paid like, oh, yeah, y'all... like 150 bucks, I think. A day? If it's a day, then I'll do it. If it's for two days, I get paid more work yeah, than my second say, job. That, that's not... Yeah, Fort, that's Fort not Mill starts right. next week. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should be. we should be starting the same time Fort I, Mill No, I agree. I, I would ra- rather kind of start a little bit earlier, but get off in like mid-May, which like yeah. happens... Which I'm, then I would be paid for May, only miss June, get paid yeah, in August. This is, which, yeah. which would make my life a lot easier over the summers. Pure selfishness on my part, but I can't wait for kids to go back to school because all the places I like to go to, kids won't be at because school night. The only thing I'm not going to like is school buses that will be back, and they are a pain. Especially one of my neighborhoods. It's about 300 Mexican kids get off four buses all at once. And it's one way street, so you gotta wait for four buses to back up, and I always get stuck behind them. Yeah, but yeah, that's pure selfishness. Also, they need to learn. Teach. Yeah, the we need. Teach yeah, the we're yeah. definitely. Yeah. They definitely learn yeah. a lot with us. Yeah, but I'm good. Uh, I'm exhausted. Yeah, I was Had gonna say, how was your show last night? Crazy. Got a fight. Yeah, tell yeah, me about I, it. Okay, so so what happened? So. Third band's playing. Show was great, actually. Out of how many bands? Four. 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 Okay, so Four. the one co-headline. leading up to the main guys. Yeah. Well, it was a co-headline, so they were both the main guys. It's kind of weird. They both play full sets. Never seen this band. I like, like, three songs. Not a huge fan. Didn't realize their fan base was as crazy as they are because, like, they've been doing it for 20 years. The band I came to see has been doing it for 20 years. Um, basically, like, it just got crazy, like, we were, we were in like a bowl kind of so like you walk in and there's like a room like this and then the outside is elevated then there's like a set of stairs that takes you to VIP lounge that people pay for and then you go down and it's like a I don't know 100 by 100 feet might be more than that I don't it know it look like an amphitheater it's a the- it, it's a theater yeah it's it's the house it of blues cool. normally there's cool like seats in there but we were down there yeah and um, we were I was two feet from the front row or from the stage and when the mosh pit started for ghost inside, it got a little rowdy and it's like, all right, I know I'm going to get touched, whatever. But it got so crazy that we just got pushed back. Cause they did a wall of death. Do you know what that is? No. It's where they say everybody get to one side and then when they the run in drops, they sprint into each other. Okay. Yeah. So but I, if you're I've like that. not participating, you get pushed back when everyone starts spreading out. Okay. And at that point we were on the stairs and I was on like the third stair and next song starts playing, but I'm still on the stairs. You know what I mean? And this kid crowd surfs, whatever, and he's coming back down. He's, like, sprinting down the stairs to get back into the pit. And instead of just being, like, like I said, just, like, excuse me, excuse me, whatever, get back quick, just shove me down the stairs. Did you fall? Yeah. When I rolled hands, my ankle. Hands. I have a scratch on my face from someone's watch when I fell. Yeah. I got back up, and I threw the guy. Like, I shoved him into the wall. And he's like, take it easy. Take it easy. I'm like, Fuck you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, Whoa, bro, you were on the stairs. Like, yeah, because y'all's bitch asses moved us. Yeah. And then he said, take it easy. And then he, like, pushed me again. So I just swung on him. And we were fuck. <clears throat> excuse me. We were brawling. <laughs> Good and, catch. Um, that I, was excellent. I punched. He had an eye piercing. I punched him right here. And uh, it went into his eyelid. 
and he was bleeding like down his face. And then we got separated and security pulled both of us behind the stage, which was cool. I like saw all the dudes chilling. Um, we got pulled behind the stage. He was like, what the hell was going on? I'm like, this dickhead pushed me down the stairs. And the security guy was like, why were you on the stairs? Like, why aren't you doing your job and making sure no one's on the stairs? I got pushed here because of them. And the guy's like, well, he punched me. I'm like, you pushed me down three stairs. <laughs> and, uh, they went and grabbed a witness and like three other witnesses were like, yeah, he got pushed and he reacted accordingly. And they kicked the guy out who pushed me. And like, he was like, don't let me catch you outside. I said, I'll beat, beat your ass outside too. And then it was, so how many punches were full? Like, like eight, like eight. I was like about to say, eight. it, it seems like a very, he didn't have a shirt on. So he's slippery. So I grabbed his hair and was just like, boom, just in the side of the head. Oh, you hit him with the, you, you got him with, by the hair. Yeah. yeah. Him, he had long hair. He didn't have a shirt on. So I had to grab something. So he didn't run back in there. Yeah. If so, I was going to follow him in there and beat him up in the pit. Yeah. And that would have been that even would, more chaos. That would have been crazy. Yeah. Well, the music was giving me fuel. Oh, for Literally, sure. Literally, like, as I was punching him, the guy was like, no mercy. And I was just like, don't, don't. <laughs> like, on the Yeah, on it was the, sick. It was sick. Beat. It was a dream come true. But if I got kicked out, I would have been pissed. Yeah. But, yeah, that was fun. Um, got a scratch somewhere. I don't know if you can see it. Knuckles are red because of it. But yeah. Sucked. Good weekend, though. I saw Oppenheimer. I saw Barbie. Then the next day, I so went let and me saw... That concept. Have you seen Oppenheimer yet? It's probably the best movie I've ever seen. I'm I not did, even joking. I'm I'm gonna be honest. It's with too you. long for you? No, I. So too liberal. I thought I kind of. Um. So I thought from a sim- cinematic standpoint, very well done. Mm-hmm. Think from a story standpoint, very well done. Yes, a little long, but like I I get it. Um, was a little bit too chaotic for me of how many, like, especially in the beginning where they were like bouncing from one spot to the next spot Mm -hmm. to the next spot. And a lot of times, like, and I know they did this on purpose, but they wouldn't have a conclusion sometimes. Like they would be like right about to get to the conclusion of a question or Mm -hmm. something. And then they would cut to another thing. Yeah. Also, I wasn't a big fan of like, so technically there were like three different storylines going on. But one of them was in black and white, which I was like, okay, that cool. Was modern, I, kn- that was I know. Modern day. Huh? That was like present. Yeah, but the problem is, is that like the one with the interview, that also was the same color as, like, I just thought that it should have been three different, like, well, color sets. Okay. I you you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if, if it's supposed to represent three different storylines, have one be black and white, yeah. have one be color, yeah. have one be like, a tint of red or something yeah. like that. Um, just so I know, cause yeah. that was the thing is half the movie. I was like, okay, is this happened in the past? Is this happened in the future? Is this like, yeah. I didn't know exactly what was going on, but, um, I don't know. I, I personally was kind of conflicted. Um, just because like from a, his, like, obviously we're going to have two very different, um, like opinions and going into it with two di- very different things. Like this is, this is what I study. This is what I teach. Um, and it seemed very um, anti-government to a certain extent. Um, it, it Like the bad guys were the government. Um, and don't get me wrong. Well, I, it was challenging the morality of making a weapon like that. That's the whole so, point of the movie. So, yes. But I think that... So the way that they made Truman out to be in the in the movie was <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, drop they, that. Like the way that they made that him, <laughs> he they made him sound very ruthless. Whereas, like from everything that I know about Truman, and I, obviously you're a history teacher too, I I've understood that like Truman was like 
very not maybe distraught's not the right word but like it wasn't a oh we got the bomb we're going to use it it was like a oh this is a conundrum whereas like they Mm -hmm. were like because it's a movie and i know that like to a certain extent there a lot of these facts have to be kind of played up in order and dramatized in order for it to actually like get some views and stuff like that um but i didn't like the way that they kind of portrayed the the government to a certain extent i will say director and writer from the uk yeah blame him man and don't get me wrong and and I it's also based off a book too. I was about to say I also don't want this to be misconstrued of like if this is really how Oppenheimer's story was and he was became a very big anti-nuke advocate after in his later life Mm -hmm. then that needs to be said I don't I don't want this to be like one of this critical race theory where we only need to teach the the good parts of history like Mm -hmm. there are dark splotches of history don't get me wrong but I, I thought that to a certain extent it became, especially later on in the movie, after the bomb had already gone off, mm-hmm. I saw, I felt like it was very, um, like, I, I felt like it kind of got a little bit too political for me. That's um, what, I, I love that part. Uh, I, yeah. I, I love the drama of the hearings. That was my favorite part. Yeah. Rob, I, Robert acted his butt off. Dude, so when I first saw him, I was like, is this Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. And then as time, like, I was literally squinting at the movie, mm-hmm. like, I'm pretty sure that's Robert Downey. It was, but no, it was. I mean, I thought Matt Damon that it was, was good. good too. Yeah, everybody in that movie was. I mean, on. they had a squad. The, uh, main, the guy playing Oppenheimer, um, he's in like every Christopher Nolan movie. Really, he's never been the leader, the leading guy, and like he's gonna get every award. Yeah, like, he acted his butt off in that movie. I loved it. I also like. Do you like the JFK cameo? Shout out. Uh, they yeah, that was pretty cool. The, the, there's one guy who doesn't really like you. There's one guy He's who from voted against you. Was like, it? What's his name? Kennedy, John F. And Kennedy. Robert Downey was like, prick. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so let me. Add, so also, I had a pretty good weekend. But too, I don't know if I've got to tell y'all a whole lot about it. You got engaged, crit. That was three weekends <laughs> ago. Um, but dude, Chris Stapleton. Oh yeah, is so good. I I intentionally didn't tell you the full extent of it because I wanted to have this face to face conversation with you, mm-hmm. bro. Were you singing your heart out? No, I. This was the like Luke Combs. I was singing as loud as I possibly. You were could. just enjoying the performance, bro. He's so good. <laughs> like it, it's one of those things where like. Obviously, you're a big music guy. 99% of artists, when they have like a guitar solo, Mm -hmm. their lead guitarist is taking the guitar solo. Mm -hmm. That is Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Like, Chris Stapleton was doing the, making it look so effortless, so easy. Um, And I was talking to Tyler about this. Like, one of the best parts of the show to me, too, is that he would take, say, for instance, he would do a chorus or a bridge like two or three times, and he would change the chorus like slightly, like, it would the first time would probably be how you listen to it on Spotify. Mm. The second time he's gonna do a run up or run down. Mm. Um, he's gonna change it. And like I thought the effortlessness of that, like one of my biggest pet peeves and and don't get me wrong, I understand that a lot of people like this, but like for instance, Luke Holmes, I love Luke Holmes. But the way that I heard it on Spotify is how he sounded. It's the exact same way that I heard yeah. him sound in real life. Whereas like Chris Stapleton it wasn't 
like 95% of it was the same, but like the subtlety of like the changing it at the end and changing it at the uh, beginning or like it, it would just be one of those where I would be like, Oh, like nice. that, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I thought too, that like, I personally, I would give them like a 9.5 out of 10. Not a 10 out of 10. The, the, the only reason why I didn't give him a 10 out of 10 is I love my boy, Chris Stapleton death. But he ain't going to wow you with no theatrics. He stood in the exact same spot. Performed. The entire time. Yeah. All 18 songs yeah. or whatever he did. That's wild. He, he stood in the exact same spot. So Show I was at, dude jumped off of a 10-foot uh, speaker. That's crazy. In the show before ours, he jumped from the balcony into the pit and got caught while he was just screaming as he's falling. He's 41 years old, by the way. That's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just had to get no, that out. No, dude. I'll I, show you the video. I don't know. It's also, insane. have y'all ever been to Nashville? One time, not the stadium. I went to Broadway. I'm going to Nashville next summer. Uh, I was about to say, next Nashville's month. pretty cool. I'm going there next month. Um, we went to we went to the Country Music Hall of Fame. We went to uh, Dirk's Bentley Bar on Broadway. That was kind of the extent of us doing I went, Broadway. I went on Broadway. I went to... Jason Aldean's bar. Oh, the we were gonna try to do the Jason Aldean's bar, not in my small town, um, <laughs> but the, um, we Oof. were gonna try to do the Jason Aldean bar, but it was like uh like an hour and a half to get in, nah. so we were like, nah, we're not gonna do that. Um, but dude, it was it was nice. We we went to the Ryman, which is the old uh, Grand Ole Opry. Yeah, um, and I've there been were, there. My mom's been there. I'm gonna be honest with you. I went into it. Thinking that we were going to go into this auditorium, look around. It was going to be a, ooh, ah, let's leave. I was... It's a museum, right? It, it was a museum. It was a, like, I absolutely... And don't get me wrong. As a history teacher, I probably should be feeling this more. But, like, I truly felt for the first time in a very long time where I looked up on that stage and I was struck of, like, damn. the Like, it's I'm really in the a- same spot where... Teddy Roosevelt was where mm-hmm. Booker T Washington was where MLK was. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, like almost like so inspiring, so overwhelming to a certain extent. It's crazy. Um, we went on a starting, uh, like a trolley kind of like stop and start tour where mm-hmm. you could get off whenever. Um, that was really cool. We got to see Centennial hall. Um, we got to see, um, Prometheus, per, the, per, Parthenon, I Parthenon. Prometheus. Yeah, I was like, I was thinking Pro- of Oppenheimer because it's called American Prometheus. Yeah, so um, the I mean. Amer- the Par- Parthenon yeah. was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like, thought that that was arguably one of the most stunning isn't it parts. Only like half the size of the actual. It's one eighth the size yeah. of what it is in Greece, which it was huge. Yeah. So I have no idea what it looks like in Greece. How, how do you, it's big. How do you oh people- yeah, but like, dude, it was like. Two or three stories. It was probably about three stories up. So if it's one eighth, it's 24 stories high or something in like length that. length or at height? In height. Jeez Louise. I, I don't know what it is in real life, but a- I just know it was at least three stories. Aliens. Aliens helped them. Yeah. No, no, if you watch was- Ancient Aliens, they never talk about white people getting helped by aliens. It's always. Well, Greek people are the brown. Colors, which is super racist. Are Greek so- people white or are they brown? They're they're all of they're they're considered European because it's the birthplace of Western Western society. So before we talk any more about Nashville, I do want to get your opinion because I know that, 
like World War II, Cold War, that's kind of your forte. I'm wearing a shirt so, with the you with the battleships the, on it right now. Can I now. say something before you ask yeah. him? The craziest thing about that movie is how the United States is more worried about having a communist ally than the actual task at hand. Yeah. That was pissing me off the whole movie. Oh, yeah. But I get it. And I'm sure you know more about it. I didn't. Re- I didn't. I, I didn't realize. Well, no. I didn't realize they were that worried about it. Oh, I. I didn't know either. I yeah, didn't. I was like, struck I thought by that it. they just like didn't tell Russia because they were like they're stupid. Like, oh, we didn't think about t- telling them. Oh, they Whereas, were like, like worried about what was coming. Yeah, you. You're very. You're virgins in this topic. Then I am. Yeah. 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 Pop my cherry. You're virgins. No, I want you to tell me like. Is what I said about Harry Truman true? Like, it was it like uh, a okay. Was okay. it a, a okay. legit conundrum? Okay. Um, from, I'll let you work. From what I understand, so there was there was seven people in charge of the war against Japan. It's like five admirals and like two generals. Some of them were in that meeting. You got Eisenhower, you have uh, MacArthur, and you got like five admirals. Like Nimitz was there, I think. There's other. Was uh, what was Matt Damon's character's name? Um, Groves. Grove Fletcher, I think. Was ah. I don't remember. So seven of them, six of them, six out of the seven, truly did feel that the bombing of Japan was not necessary, that the Japanese were on their, like, near defeat. Okay. Uh, They truly believed that, you know, they didn't need this to win. Now, some historians would argue that that makes sense because they had just spent all this time fighting. You want to take credit for beating Japan. Does that make sense? (laughs) Now, from what I understand from the Japanese perspective, it the bomb didn't... So you have to understand that in six days, Japan was nuked twice and the Soviets took Manchuria. So they went from having this idea that they were going to be a national suicide pack, that they were going to fight to the death yeah, that's, that's on I, this island. That's what they said in the movie. They were like, they're not going to surrender unless you like, do something. I heard that it was going to be women, children, like, like old the people, Japanese, everybody. Like the Japanese basically had something called Ketsuga, which meant that like if the Americans Some land here, samurai stuff. they said if the Americans land here, we are going to make Okinawa look like a joke. Like it is like no one is leaving. Everyone's fighting to the death. So That sucks. Um, when America launched the first bomb, Japan was like, "Well, oh, that's odd because like they didn't really know what a bomb." Like, people argue that the Americans should have warned the Japanese. Well, they did. They dropped leaflets on yeah, the they, town. I, I knew that they, they warned them. Yeah, somehow. they said that in the meeting. Like, so they need basically to get them to said, evacuate like, as much they as said, possible. Hey, leave. We have the strongest weapon known to mankind, and they put fire bombs. But the problem is, is if I invented a death laser. And you'd no idea what it is where I could point something at you and you would blow up. How do you how do you explain that to somebody? <laughs> hey, I have a laser that's gonna kill hey, you. Hey, I have a thermonuclear device. It's gonna which is vaporize going to, you, and if you survive, you're gonna die in a week because your organs are gonna like, fail. You can't yeah. you can't send a twenty page thesis paper and go like you need to leave. So it is Truman. Truman did call Oppenheimer a pussy at one point. Like Oppenheimer was like, "I feel bad for making the bomb," and Truman was like, "What are you, a fucking pussy? I'm the one who <laughs> decides when we drop it." Like he, you no, did, he said, "You, you made did, it. Let you me did worry your about job. Let me handle it." Yeah. And if you go off what's true, when Japan told its civilians that they were going to surrender, they said to the civilians that it's because we are going to get nuked again, and that's not fun when one bomb takes <laughs> out a city. But when they what was the what was the original second target? Uh, I, I know that it was Tokyo. No, oh, Tokyo Ky- was Kyoto. third. Kyoto. Kyoto. And then that general said, 
Me and so my wife the Ameri- honeymoon there. It's too pretty to destroy. I don't think that that it was, was true. It was bad weather. Yeah, I, yeah, it was definitely that, bad weather. I said that's what he said in the movie. Well, in in the yeah, he didn't was he was never in Kyoto. Um, you sure? It was bad weather. It was. Wait, we, wait, we don't. I'm gonna look it up. I'm fact checking um, you. So, but when the Japanese told their soldiers they were surrendering, they were saying the Russians were invading, and that's when they said like. There's too many people. Like, yeah. Yeah, maybe we could kill like maybe a million Americans and get them to back down. A million. But what the jet, what the American generals argued was, you would have gotten the same results if you had just blockaded the island. Like, you could have made sure no food got in, no oil yeah. got in, none of that got in, and you would have been fine. But like, it would have taken a while. But they also said that one of the components of Kokura, Kokura. Uh, my bad. One of the reasons why the Japanese didn't surrender was because they wanted to keep the emperor in power. Because I, when, I, that's what I've heard when, the biggest like theory is is that if the United States now, would have been like, "Hey, keep the emperor in power," they, technically speaking, the president before Truman, Taft, no, the guy before FDR, Roosevelt, I think it was Hoover. Taft. No, no, before who it was Hoover was FDR. FDR's dead. The guy before FDR was who was Hoover. Hoover, Her, or, the one, the oh. one before that was. Calvin Coolidge. I don't know. There was a. It was a. It was an ex-president that wrote to Truman and said, "Like, hey, let them keep the emperor." And when America knew, I mean, it probably was Taft because Taft was a Supreme Court justice. Yeah, I think about it, this time. I think it was Taft who said, "Like, hey, if you just let the Japanese keep their emperor, they'll feel better because when you when you take over a country like that, you have to dismantle the." So when the when the, when Hitler surrendered and when Hitler didn't surrender, he killed himself. But when surrender. the Nazis surrendered, yeah. surrendered the whole brain. like everybody up top, Nuremberg trials, they're getting they're like anyone of any evilness was like you're going down unless you like worked with them at some well, point. Unless what you was come the, join the American if CIA, you were a Nazi soldier, that, that what an, was your? You would argue you would argue that you were following orders, which is the well, conu- yeah, but which like is the conundrum. But so what? What ended up happening with so Nazi most, soldiers? They went so to Argentina. They, That's why all Argentinians most, are white. Most soldiers were for so. Most soldiers did not understand what was going on. Oh, one hundred percent. There were certain units that were like specially tasked to do the, the more heinous options. Like the SS's goal was literally like you need to kill them. While like an average German tanker, yes, he would he would do it, but. For they example, were probably told that they were under attack and like what they were doing. Oh no! no I, they, I think no, that they were they were they actually were? very much oblivious oh. to like the like the true scale. Yeah. So, for example, there was a very famous incident where uh, a German battalion this is good was <laughs> taking had Jews on a train, and the SS was like, "Turn them over! Like they're gonna die!" And this German soldier was like, "This is women and children. Like we're not. Like this is." We're not. I mean, we hate them, sure, but we're not going to kill them. Yeah. And they actually fought. So there is, there was some fighting in between. Another one, for example, was in uh, in the Battle of the Bulge. Usually, American prisoners were taken uh, captive and then sent to a prisoner of camp. There was like a it's like the Bloody Flowers incident where like twenty of them were just killed, like after they surrendered, and the SS did it. And that's a big like those soldiers got taken down Some nasty because they people. had committed a war crime. Yeah, but if you were on like the Western Front, well, and you war were fighting, crimes that like yes, war crimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, when when was the Geneva Convention? Geneva Convention after. was after World War One. World okay, War One. I thought Geneva Convention was after World so, War Two. So, for example, after World War One, the Geneva Conventions went and they said, "Hey, gas weapons shouldn't." Yeah, not a, it shouldn't. Yeah, be a like thing. chlorine gas on the battlefield. Bad. How did? Bad. How did I, we are fully off the topic. That's of okay. Work. I'm enjoying it. 
Why did why was Agent Orange acceptable? Agent Orange was not was a, a chemical to kill people. It was a chemical to kill plants. Agent Orange was later found out that if it got on your skin or you ingested it, gave you cancer. Chlorine gas liquefies your lungs. So okay, like, slight difference. So like, if I throw, I they were both if I spray orange, you know, orange, Agent Orange, Agent orange all over a forest, that forest is going to die, and there will be later like effects because the united states didn't test the chemical for, for were they just for, trying for to years. kill the plant so the they united, states, the united states dropped well the french did it too but it was mostly the united states so essentially what happened is kill the food and like kill their hiding spots it, yeah essentially because vietnam's a jungle and if you can kill the jungle for 100 miles you are easily going to win yeah. because the whole idea is the vietnamese except we underground yeah they in the tunnels <laughs> um God damn it. But yeah, but chlorine, <laughs> chlorine gas, basically, when you breathe it in, it, it, it liquefies your lungs. So My you, intrusive thoughts one right there. Yeah, it did. We underground. So like chlorine gas, mustard glass, like if you breathe it in, mustard it makes glass. your lungs a liquid, and then you and you basically suffocate on your own Do lungs. they have Dijon mustard glass? No. Uh, so yeah, chemical weapons were banned. How you treat pis- prisoners? So for example, like if you if you surrender, so you can't execute. Yeah. Them. So you're promised three Only things. Only in Gitmo. Your Gitmo is allowed technically because they say that it is I've, not. Oh, I'm fully Guantanamo Bay is where oh. we, like, ter- we like waterboarded like terrorists. Yeah, you put like a washcloth and just pour gas. Yeah, on you their pour face water and, and, and why did you hit 9/11? Yeah, or whatever. Like it simulates basically. And then you light a match. Drowning. It's yeah. very psychological and like they do other crazy shit over there, but. Um, it's not still a thing, right? Uh, Guantanamo Bay still exists. Yeah, well, it's not yeah, like them. it's not like where they hold active prisoners. Uh, yeah, they still hold people there. Yeah. Yeah. My oh, own. great. We pay the Cubans money every year for Guantanamo yeah. Bay, and they say you don't own Guantanamo Bay, and we go, "Here's your money for Guantanamo Bay," and they go, don't "Once ask, again, don't ask any questions. You are not supposed to be here," and we go, "Like, here's your money for Guantanamo Bay." Um, my uncle's there. That's not good. Um, I heard. Haven't seen him in twelve years. Yikes! What? Your uncle's in Guantanamo Bay? Yeah, he works for the CIA. CIA don't operate Guantanamo. But the Nazis do because they joined the CIA. What? That's, there was some scientist that joined NASA. Yes. Uh, also, was J. Edgar Hoover in uh, in the movie? I believe he they was. Me- they mentioned him a couple in, times. He's in charge have, of the FBI. And the but FBI I have no idea. The communists. I've, been, I've been reading a book. You know, I, you know, I don't read I, books. Boy. Um... But it's called so it's the Bill O'Reilly series, Killing, um, and I've read a couple of them: Killing England, Kill or Killing Britain, Killing um, Abe. Yeah, Killing Abe. Yeah, um, yeah, I know the books. I, I'm reading Killing the Mob right now, and he's like the leader of the DOI who, 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 Department of Investigation. I think it was like the precursor to the FBI. Oh, nice. It's before yes. they were corrupt so, by libs. There is another reason why they believe they dropped the nuke. It was to scare the Russians. That's another reason. Yeah, it was just like oh, a, yeah. it was like so they didn't think there was an arms race. We have the ultimate weapon. Yeah, f around and find out. And then it, it, there was communist spies working for the project anyway. So there was one. He pretended to be British. That son of a bitch. Yeah. He, yeah. Now some people now had me fully on, convinced. Depending on your line of reasoning, the professor I talked to said that like some people think the Russians would have never figured out how to use a nuke. That's probably not the case. But bongo, bongo it brains. definitely it definitely sped up their process. To, just was, to making the weapon. Once again, you're the you're a resident expert on this. Was Germany close? No, no shot. Were like no. They said that they were the first to like. 
they were the first one to split the atom. Let me explain. But then they said in the movie Hitler was so anti Uh, anti Jewish. Yeah, he said that was Jewish science. So let me explain. And he shot his own self in the foot with that one. A lot of your scientists that were really smart back then, Jewish. So when you kick out your best scientist, yes, the Germans were experimenting with heavy water. Heisenberg. And they were and they were experimenting with like the Heisenberg the balloon. No, Heisenberg, Heisenberg. Heisenberg's a scientist. He was Oppenheimer's. He was in the movie. He was that German guy he talked oh, to in the beginning. So he got left behind. They wouldn't let so him. So the Germans. So the Germans. Yes, like they were making heavy water, which could have led to making a nuclear reactor, which is what you need to create enriched uranium, which is very difficult to make to eventually make the bomb. But the United States was far ahead of everyone else. So like. The na- the Nazis would have had to be sympathetic to Jews, which were not happening, to then allow them to experiment. And Hitler didn't even like the science; he believed in more practical things. Yeah. But he was all big on super weapons, like the like the biggest tank in the world. He also like, won in super soldiers and gave them yeah. meth. And uh, oh no, he gave them meth, meth already. What, was it meth? It was, it was chocolate? meth chocolate. Was, yeah. So there was a Swedish guy who like found German chocolate and then took a couple and he, then skied like six hundred miles because he like oh, nearly, boy, he, <laughs> he nearly like OD'd on meth, like yeah. lost like twenty to thirty pounds of body weight. If the like, third Reich, you know, I did. I, so I was re, I was watching a documentary, a little bit of it. I didn't finish watching it, but crazy. Just like, just how insane Hitler became by the end of the war. Oh, the dude like the dude was tried to be assassinated. That's why uh, who tried to kill him? His own? No, yeah. So there was it was called Operation he Got himself. They have a movie, Tom Cruise is in it, and I Oh, I've seen it. It's like Operation uh Red. Downfall where yeah. like Redfall. Redfall, which basically was like he planted a bomb in a suitcase. That suitcase was supposed to blow up, assassinate the leaders. They were supposed to initiate like a, a guard change in, in Berlin seize the capital and immediately call for peace with the United States and Great Britain to then fight the when war with the Russians. When was this? Like what year? Uh, 43. 43, I think, right, right okay. before. Hitler died. Unfortunately for... Uh, not unfortunately. Um, unfortunately a, for them. The dude in East... The dude in North Africa, Rommel. Rommel was supposed to be like who they were going to approach as like, can you be the new Fuhrer? And because Rommel's name was attached... Hitler was like, you got an option, buddy. Either we, like, put you on trial or you get, like, you kill yourself. So Rommel killed himself because he was, like, no five-foot-five man tell me what to do. He was was looped into it. Um, So, yeah, I mean, there was a lot going on. I mean, if you want to spend time talking about World War II, I'm literally wearing a Hawaiian shirt with U.S. warships on it and their names. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we can move on. That's, I, that's heinous. That I was that, that was a lot, but hey, I'm not mad at it. Well, enjoy, it was very I, educational. I I'm enjoyed, a teacher. I enjoyed all of that, dude. I am too. You, need, you, need, you don't you, hear that shit coming. You, you need to go see Oppenheimer. I feel yeah, like you I would will. love it. I'll, I'll check it out. How was Barbie? Funny. It was very funny. Really? Uh, it's Black Panther for white women. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I didn't wear pink. Yeah. Isn't Ken every, a badass in this movie or something. Okay, so Ken. Oh my God, he's so stupid. He he is he thinks he only exists to be with Barbie, which he does because in their Barbie land they're being played with, so like they float down from their dream house to the ground because the person controlling them is not putting them down the stairs, whatever. But Ken exists to be with Barbie, and then they go to the real world, and he realizes misogyny and patriarchy is what makes men cool. So he brings it back to Barbie land and makes it Kendom. And he thinks being a badass is dressing like Sylvester Stallone with mink coats and working out and riding horses. Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then he brainwashes all the Barbies to 
exist, to exist to please men, and that's why people think it's anti-man, but it's really just it's, it's a comedy. Yeah, it sounds wild. It doesn't there, sound like uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer's resetting the. Is the I laughed pretty hard at. I laughed pretty hard at Barbie. It was pretty good. So my question is your favorite actor in it? Yeah, Ryan Gosling. And Mar- well, I like Margot too. I was about to say Margot Robbie. So let me ask you a question. You got two options. No, I we gotta, okay, go ahead. We got a would you rather? You got a hundred. This is the actual icebreaker. Yeah, what you got a hundred percent chance of getting one million dollars, or a fifty-fifty chance of getting ten million dollars. Which one 50, are you 50, choosing? I'm doing the fifty-fifty. Y'all are y'all are dummies. I'm going. I'm going one million guaranteed. You're gonna Dude, inv- you're $1 gonna million? You're going to invest is, it? Bro, $1 million is literally Am like... Am I dying if it's 50-50? What's, no. the, what's the challenge? If it's, if it's a No, it's a coin? a coin flip. Yeah, I would coin flip. My life doesn't change if coin I lose. Flips. My coin flips. My Choose life. the coin on the top. You have 51% chance. My, my, life, my life doesn't change if I lose. My life only changes if I win. So if I flip it, I win. If I lose, See, I but lose. It, Nothing so changes. So my thing is, a $1 million? Bro... That's literally if you take I make about forty five K a year. If you take nice. twenty years worth of salary, that's nine hundred thousand. So you're telling me that you would stop your job and just retire at a million? No, dollars? but I would but that makes it a whole lot easier. I can buy a, a nice house outright. Pay cash. I don't know. I'd risk it for the ten versus one. Yeah. Now 10 if it million. was like guaranteed ten million Flip it for five hundred million. I'm taking the ten. I was about to say, where does for you? Where does the line? I would. I'd probably anything over ten. I would take the one hundred percent chance. Yeah. If you were, if you said ten million, hundred percent, or a hundred million, fifty fifty, I'd take the ten million because I feel that like yes, a million dollars is a lot of money, but like with the way that like things are getting more expensive and like a house and one supercar, and then I'm left with what? Yeah. Like you, a million dollars, like. Yeah, if you do everything correctly and you are smart with your money, then you definitely, you definitely can do it. We have a guest star now. Oh, watch out! I have to chime in on this because the answer is, with as young as we are, you absolutely take the million dollars, no ifs, ands, or buts. Well, I guess you, because, you could grow it because if you invest it at eight percent and then you wait twenty years, what's the chance you're getting eight percent? Very, very good. Over the past like eight years. People have been making fifteen percent in the stock market. Yes, but so you eight percent is the conservative that almost any analyst will tell you is very, very achievable. That's what the S and P five hundred does on average. Oh, look at Pat. Yes, but then, but this is my argument, though. So you are you are saying to me right now that you would have to be extremely dis. So he said he wanted to buy a house. He can't do that with no, his money because here's he the would thing. immediately have to wait twenty years. If, what if he dies? No, because here's the thing. You could take Which and could put. Happen. You could take and put five hundred thousand of this. So here's the thing, my retirement guy. We've gone over this, and basically, yes, Patrick, you're rich. We get this. You're I gonna, have you, a retirement guy. You're gonna, you're guy. gonna invent okay, yes. some really cool thing and make a million dollars. So here's the thing, to contribute, like, basically about ten thousand dollars for my retirement account every year until like I'm ready to retire, will come out, just looking at the interest, comes out to be somewhere in the two and a half million dollar range. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that if you could just dump half a million dollars right now into that and let it grow, you're looking at like six to eight million dollars. Let me let me counter let me counter this. Let me counter this. He, he said what he said. So you could literally you could 
microphone. Get, yeah, microphone. So you could literally take half a million. You could spend it right now. You could drop the other half a million in there. You could wait till you're 65, and you'll have like eight million plus. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's what I'm doing. He, hear me out. Hear me out. You I can switch, sit down. I switch I, sides. I want a response. I sw- no, you're, response. you're wrong. I switch sides. So I'm so young. Give me the million. I could do that. You said $10,000. I can get a better job right now and theoretically match that. No. So like you no no because the ten thousand dollars is going to get you like a million to two and a half million. The five hundred thousand right now will get you six plus million. Okay, I understand. So like I could really like work hard, get go back to school, and get a, a much higher paying job, and have a better life of living. But if you're telling me that I have a fifty fifty shot right now, being so young, I would take the risk to get ten million because your exponential growth with ten million and one million are probably astronomical. So if I had a chance right now to walk away with a million dollars, I had to put half of it away, and I'm not touching this money till I'm 65, great. I got to wait 20 years to spend money. If you gave me 10, I could put $5 million away and have another five to do other things. So I'm saying that I am taking the potential exponential being so young versus the long-term... 8% don't I could get shot tomorrow and that $500,000 congratulations goes to his son but if you gave me 10 million my, my metaphorical son congratulate you have you have a you have like three daughters Jacob's son's about to get rich yeah like yeah, you know so you're telling me that like you being young right now <laughs> if I really said hey Patrick you got a bright future ahead of you a million dollars could probably change your life when you're 60 you could retire with 2 million who knows what the world's going to be like we're all probably going to be dead at climate change or take the 10 million right now, blow 5 million, have a great time doing whatever you want, and then put the other 5 million away in a retirement fund and have like 20 to 40 million at 65. Right, okay, but so hold on. We, we can't stay on this all night. All right, here's, here's the problem. I'm banking on myself, baby. So here's the problem. You've changed this away from can you take a guaranteed to. I will either have a 50% chance at getting $10 million or I just like die in a few years because in your, you no, don't you're, have hold to on, no, die. No. So your best argument is that I'm going to take the 10 million. He's going to take because, the raw mall approach. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to take the 10 million because the chances of me dying are higher than me seeing my investment out versus the other way. You're saying I can guarantee that not only will I be rich now, because let's be real here. $500,000 is a butt ton of money to have straight up tax free. And, yeah, and that's going to be that's going to be where because once you spend it it's being then taxed. literally you get to say I can put this in a retirement account and I can literally be a multimillionaire years from now because like here's the thing. None of us in this room are rich right now and I still think I live a pretty good life. And then if you were to give me like millions of dollars, I think I could live a freaking great life. Like if well, you give me $1000 no- right now. Yes, you could take $500,000, buy a house at maybe, let's say, $250,000. You immediately have it, which means it's a, it's a, it's a growing, it's, it's, it's an investment. I have a house, $180,000, I have $300,000 left. You buy a car, and then that's it. I wouldn't touch it, but you, it would be like, I have to wait. I would rather just go like, I have a good life now, fuck it. If you gave me $10 million, that's completely life-changing amounts of money versus a million. I'm not saying that I could die early. I'm saying that like right now, I'm taking a chance for crazy change versus, yes, would a million dollars be great? Sure. 
But if you told me, like we said, if you said 10 million guaranteed or 500 million 50 50, I would take the 10 million because I say that is enough money that, like, I could put away retirement and still enjoy my life with, like, a, oh, I'm going to have a fun time spending it. So here's my, my final Boys, point. We, we, we got to move on. So here's my final thing I'm an engineer, I'm risk averse. I take the sure thing all day long, become a millionaire when I'm 45, and call it a great life from there on out. Oh. That's, that, that's mic true. Drop. Drop, mic drop. Right. I'm a teacher. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> we ride. We ride, baby. $10 million and nothing. All right. So, uh, now Don't play the lottery. It's a scam. Now, actually talking about sports. Um, for, Multicultural Framber Valdez. Framber Valdez. Framber Valdez. Um, had a no-hitter last night. Um, so, fun fact. Um, Maldonado. Mar- Martin. Martin Maldonado. Um, he. This is actually his third no-hitter that he's ever caught. So, that makes him the fifth most all-time for a catcher Who? to catch a, a no-hitter, which is insane. Who are the other two? Probably Verl- Justin Verlander. And like Granke? Probably. Something like oh, that. Oh, it was Garrett Cole. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, but congrats to him. Yeah. Um, I, I think one. that he's a beast. Um, he's not a good hitter. Uh, who? Martin Maldonado. Oh, no, I'm not talking about Maldonado. Oh, you're talking about Framber. Uh, yeah, Framber. I'm talking about yeah. Framber Um I think that he's going to be he's lefty. Honestly, I think that he's going to be the ace for the Astros for years to come. Um, speaking of the Astros, uh, the Ver- Verlander just got traded back. Left. What a business move. I mean, make the Mets pay. Yeah. Pay him an offseason because I mean, you don't want to pay him. If you're a Mets fan, like, you can't be too disappointed. Obviously, you're disappointed in the season. Yeah. But you got a Justin Verlander who's 38. You got Scherzer who's about 38 as well. So you can't tell me, okay, I got two options. I can either trade these guys away because we're not going to win in the immediate future. Mm-hmm. You can either hold on to these guys and more than likely Father Time's going to catch up with them within the next year or two years. Or you can trade these guys away to contenders, and it's a win-win for both teams. Obviously, now have- the Astros and the the Texas Rangers, who Scherzer got traded to, they're now win-now teams. Um, but, I mean, if you're – I don't know exactly, like, who how good the prospects were, but if you look at the Mets or, or who the Mets got in return, like, if you got some pretty decent prospects, which I would assume because Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer are m- – both multiple Cy Young, multiple time Cy Young winners. Big, big name. Um, I mean, you're probably going to be getting some good prospects in return. And so instead of one pitcher that might be on the decline next year or two years, you got the possible future of your franchise. Now, obviously, it's a risk involved because, I mean, I saw, bro. When I was in college, I saw Yohan Mankata, who was the number one prospect in the league play for the Charlotte Knights. When I saw him, he went 0 for 5 with four strikeouts. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, Yohan Mankata has not been, like, he's been a serviceable third baseman, but he's not been anything, like, to write home about. He's not the next Chipper Jones or anything like that. only reason I said Chipper is because he's a switch hitter. Um, But, I mean – like I said, there's a risk associated with it, but you also might be able to get the next face of your franchise. Um, somebody that you can pair with uh, Francisco Lindor, that you can pair Pete. with Pete Alonso, yeah. with you can pair with that Francisco Alvarez. 
He's a stud. Yeah, he's no, actually for very sure. good. Um, so the trade d- trade deadline did happen. Um, I wanted to kind of get y'all's. Uh, now, obviously, I know that Connor's not the biggest baseball fan, um, but hey, I wanted hey. to kind of get your. I'm I'm gonna clip stadiums here. If you soon, you yeah, watch for out. real. I mean, that's uh, all that's happened this week for the most part was trade deadline and NFL stuff. Well, yeah, no, there was there was a lot of uh, mixing around of the trades. There was a lot of smaller names like Tommy Pham went to the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. Colton Wong is about to go to the Red Sox. Uh, I don't think he can. He got uh, he the, got he got DFA'd. Oh, okay, that yeah. makes sense. Because yeah. I was I was about to say because he uh because the trade Deadlines. deadline happened. Yeah, he got like five o'clock. He yesterday. got DFA'd. Um, who else? Somebody. So one of the biggest sellers that I was going to talk about is the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Um, Cardinals let go of uh, Genesis Cabrera last week. Uh, they traded Jordan Hicks this week. Montgomery. They traded Jordan Montgomery. Um, Jordan Hicks went to the Blue Jays. Uh, Jordan Montgomery went to the Rangers. Yeah. Um, Rangers. And then bullpen's good. Who is this? It's like their second base. Tommy Edmond, I think, yeah. maybe got traded. Tom, yeah. Um, I could be wrong on that one. But I know that the cards were huge They're just sellers. They're going to reload next year and keep Arenado and Goldie. Uh, I mean, yeah, but like, bro, I hate to say it, but. They're getting but Goldie's old. starting to get old too. His, beard, like, his beard's gray. Yeah, like Goldie's 35, 36. Arnaldo's 31. Yeah, so like the clock's ticking on them. And I, I'm not saying that like you got to sell the team if you really think. I'm And I will say that like the Cardinals have good farm pieces in mm-hmm. place that they can call up. But once again, farm. You never know. Farm never doesn't necessarily mean success. Um, another big seller this this year was uh, the White Sox. Um, yeah. The White Sox traded everybody but Tim Anderson and which who wanted to be traded. Yeah, the one person who they wanted to or wanted to be traded yeah. they didn't trade. And, um, Lucas Louis- Giolito, um, he got traded to the A's. Um, Angels. Or Angels. I yeah. keep yeah. – I just see A in my yeah. head. Yeah. Um, he got traded to the Angels. Lance Lynn got traded to the Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers. Um, They're going to fix him. I mean, dude, they <laughs> – I think um, – Kike Hernandez went back uh, to the Dodgers. A reliever got traded to the Yankees. A, a reliever got traded to the A's mm-hmm. or the Astros. Yeah. Um, and, and so, White Sox – I mean, I don't, I don't blame them. I mean, White Sox are – White Sox are multiple games under 500. I think they're the third in the AL Central. Um, the Cardinals, I mean, they're one, two, three. They're last in the NL Central because no, the Pirates be behind Pittsburgh. No, because I, I looked at it unless it changed recently, but the Pirates were number four and the Cubs were number three. So like Pirates the, are sellers too. They got rid of G Man Choi. Yeah, but that's really the only one that I saw. Um. And Austin for, Hedges to oh, the Oh, I heard that they trade uh, Rich Hill, Sunny Hill. Dick Mountain. Is that, is that his name? Rich, Rich Hill, Hill, yeah. Rich yeah. Hill's on the uh, – No, he, he they got traded uh, both to the same team. Padres. I think it was Padres, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, crazy. Him, G-Man Choi, Josh Bell went to the Marlins. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, You're another right. – Pittsburgh's one game ahead of St. Louis. Yeah, so like another A's still suck. So some of the big buyers, the Angels, um, that they, they said we're not selling Shohei and they're doubling down and they, they brought in a good bit of people. They still suck. They're the not Angels? gonna win. Uh, I'm saying I don't that know. right now. I'm saying I, that I'm saying that right now. 
they are not going to win. No, I'm not saying that they're, they're not, win, they're not making. The, they're, I'm not making the playoffs. Okay. No, okay. you're crazy. They'll that be is a that is my that is my honest to God take that they okay. will miss the. Well, they we'll will see. get close. I five dollars right now to both you that they miss the playoffs. When Trout comes back for this last few games, they'll make it. Nope, they're gonna they're gonna fall just short. I was about to say they got Lucas Giolito, they got C.J. Crone, um, they got um, their Rand, Randall Grichich. Great Grichich. Grit. Grichuk, something like that. Um, they're four. They, they got like two. Or, who who else? Do they from the Rockies? Um, no, no, that's both of them. Um, no. CJ Crone and Randall Grichuk. Um, they got Lance Lynn. They got another pitcher. Dodgers got Lance solid. Lynn. Uh, Lucas Giolito. That's who I meant. Um, they got enough. They got somebody else um, to solidify that. Rangers. I mean, we've been talking about them. They got Jordan Montgomery, who was the ace for the Cardinals. Um, they got Scherzer. Obviously, it's not ideal that Degrom's out for the rest of the season. But I mean, if you look at it, even if they don't get it this year, they're going to get a major piece back next year. Um, and then Marlins. I mean, Marlins got Jake Berger from the White Sox, another guy that they they sold. Um, it's kind of crazy that they're they're buying like that. Yeah, I mean, well, I they're, think, they're only one game behind Philly, so they could be a wild card team. So I think that yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of what the Marlins are doing yeah. because the Marlins, what they're trying to do, they got Josh Bell, they got Jake Berger, they're trying to create the Bash Bros. Yeah, and and I think that to a certain extent, that's good. Jake Ber- Jake Berger right now is like number six in the league in mm-hmm. home runs. He has like 26. Ah, um, Oakland. Jo- Josh. Uh-huh. Uh, Avery just sent me an image of the uh, standings. It goes Texas, Houston, Seattle, Los Angeles, and the Oakland. You know how set. many wins? Four out of, two teams are in the 56s, two teams in the 60, 162. Oakland, 30. I was just showing oh. <laughs> 50%. I was just baby. showing you the Angels are only like four games back from first. In I their still division. believe. They're not making the playoffs. Well, hey, the, the, I, I the, respect it. The Mariners were supposed to sell, and they didn't either. I didn't mean to cut you off or anything. The Mariners? I think they got rid of Teoscar Hernandez, or they were going to. Yeah, I don't think they did. No. Oh. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I, I personally don't think that the Marlins, their strategy is the best. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Josh Bell, great hitter. Mm-hmm. Jake Berger, great hitter. But you already got Jorge Soler on that team. Like you got you yep. got the the guys who are going to hit you thirty five home runs, but also Defense. can't catch a snow cold in the well, snowstorm, and also slow as hell. Josh Josh will play first. Yep. Jake and Berger is is third. Put him at DH. I Keep. was about to say, but that's the that's the thing. You got most people put Jorge Soler at DH. So now you have, even with the DH, you have two liabilities, yeah. defensive liabilities. Is Jazz back? Jazz, I'm not sure if he's if back. If they get Jazz back, they'll be all right. Yeah, but still, like, you don't have, I mean, Luis, even Luis Arias. He's like, not a good infielder. He, like, don't get me wrong, he's a great contact hitter. Um, I think that he, I think he's back to the 380s now. Um, but... He's not super fast. Um, he's not the best defenseman. So like, and I think that that's going to be the, what ends up costing him. I mean, you can it. We see it time after time, and we'll talk about the NFL in a little bit. But 
If you got a great offense, that's great. But if you could, don't have a defense, that's going to be tough. Um, have you watched talk, kind of shifting to NFL? Have any of you watched the the quarterback? Uh, I just got documentary? Nef- I just got Netflix again. Okay, so I'm going to watch it. I me, watched me and Vanessa are going to watch it together. Three. It's good. Pretty good. Um, it's about Marcus Marietta, Kirk Cousins, and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, and and I've heard a lot about about this. Um, Kirk Cousins, likable, is is the most like he seems. If I were to talk to anybody in the NFL and have a regular ass conversation, it would be Kirk Cousins. I feel like um, he knows like he's not the best, and he just accepts his role and like tries his best. Well, I heard. I, I I'm not gonna. I don't want to say that Kirk Cousins is the best. But I think that Kirk Cousins is borderline top ten. I agree. On his um, best, on his best day, he's top ten. On his worst day, he's terrible. Well, I think that a lot of times Kirk Cousins, he performs okay, mm-hmm. but his defense, the, the Vikings down. defense, does, is so bad. He does have the largest comeback victory in the NFL history. Yeah, like I feel like Kirk what Cousins will get you was. three touchdowns and one interception, mm-hmm. and we'll throw the one interception at the beginning. Yeah, and we'll throw the three three touchdowns later in the game and to make they, it tied. And then they lose, in and then they lose, mm-hmm. um, and so or or something to that nature. They're about to um, have the worst defense in the NFL. Really, I I haven't. Are, are they? They're like trying to trade Daniel Hunter. Okay. And like Eric Hendricks wants to leave, and like all their corners are like twenty two years old. Where did uh, where did Smith Zendari Smith go? Zendari Smith went to the Ravens. No, I've no I have no idea. He went to the I Browns. Heard, He's on the Browns. I was about to say I heard that he left. He's and on I the Browns. Know exactly. Where He's he on went. the Browns. Um, but NFL that. NFL training camp came back up. Yeah. Um, you got. I mean, we talked about it a little bit last week, but I mean, JT is still kind of holding mm. out. Yeah, um, that that drama came out right after we recorded, where he met with Ursay in his tent. Did you see that? He met with Ursay in Ursay's trailer at training camp, and like right after he walked out, the news came out that he wanted to he trade. Wanted to trade, yeah. And then some news came out a day later that like he had unreported back spasms or something. Which and JT if, was like, I don't have back pain. Yeah, and if Ursay puts him on the like injured reserve, he doesn't have to pay him. Yeah, and which is that's which shitty. is pretty much I think Ursay whistleblowing to the media to like be like, hey, if you don't play, you're not getting paid. And in from what I've heard, like Jim Ursay is like he's not afraid to pay his players. No, like he paid Matt Ryan. Yeah, like he he's. He's paid. Pay I mean, Wentz. he's paid a lot of people. He pays a lot of people, but his running backs. The the reason he doesn't want to pay his running back is because he's trying to do an extension versus a big contract, and he doesn't want to give him a big deal when he gets older. But also, Jonathan Taylor had like eight hundred yards and four touchdowns last year. Yeah, which like don't get me wrong, is still better than he was. He was eighty percent. He was like hurt all year. Yeah, he. Like I think a, he missed like six games. Lingering injuries. So let me ask you a question. We're gonna stay civil this time. Well, that was y'all too. I'm not gonna get angry. <laughs> We're gonna keep this short, sweet, to the point. I wasn't getting angry. My question to you is: <laughs> If running backs are so replaceable, why are wide receivers getting paid more than running backs? They don't get hurt as much. I think it comes down to two things. Oh, schemes boy. and reliability. 
Okay. Schemes now are more pass-happy, more focused on deep, wide receivers, quarterback combos, right? In the earlier days of football, in the meat and potatoes, it was your running back was running down someone's throat. Patrick Mahomes, and I also think the other thing is, leading Patrick Mahomes is, your quarterback can now be your running back as well. You have a Lamar Jackson who can make 12 grown men look like children. Cam Newton was the dual threat running back quarterback of Cam Newton could hand the ball off to the running back yeah. or Cam Newton's run the ball down your so, throat. So what I'm saying, so but the what next, the what next I'm part though, is then they take the biggest hits from the biggest dudes. A wide receiver getting hit by a cornerback does hurt, but a running back being hit by a linebacker or lineman getting hit over and over and over again does do wear and tear. Look at Zeke. Zeke was this workhorse, monster, running, 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 400-plus yards to carry was excellent. And then man is now not being picked up by a team. Yeah. And I think that it's not that running backs are of the same quality. Like Derrick Henry and like I don't even know who the starting running back for some teams are. The difference in their skill is probably pretty good. But you don't need running backs as much with schemes. See, you can see them out. So I get the idea of running backs, but what I, what I my counter to your your point would be is I looked at the stats today. There are eighteen there are eighteen different wide receivers who are making more than ten million dollars. Yep. Right now. Give me the t- give me the give me like the top five. Highest paid. Give me the highest Tyreek paid. Hill is number one. I still have it up. Do does he deserve to be paid? He doesn't deserve to be paid thirty million dollars. Why not? He's making his money. Oh my God. We're not debating. So <laughs> Here is the the players who are making more than ten million: Tyreek Hill, thirty million; Devontae Adams, twenty eight; Cooper Cup, twenty six; AJ Brown, twenty five; Stephon Diggs, twenty four; DJ DK Metcalf, twenty uh, twenty four; Debo, twenty three. I'm not, I'm not going to go with. I don't need any more than that. Terry, DJ Moore, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Amari Cooper, Chris Godwin, Deontay Johnson, Christian Kirk, Kyle, uh, Tyler Lockett, Mike Evans, Hunter Renfro, OBJ. You're playing Christian Kirk that much money? Uh, Corlin yeah. Sutton, Christian DeAndre Kirk. Hopkins. Oh, because the Jags. Cor- Corey Davis. Um, really? Curtis Samuel, uh, Michael Gallup, Curtis Alan Samuel Lazard, not. Jacoby Myers, uh, Tyler Boyd, Marquez. Valdez, Scantley, Brandon what a, Cooks. What a name, bro. Uh, Michael Thomas, Tim Patrick. I think All it, of those names I, that I just I listed think, are making more than $10 million. Now, what I would say is, is that do you know how many people are making more than $10 million for running backs? Probably like three. Five. Yeah. Um, and so what I would say, and here's, here's my thing, is that I, I get what you're saying, but your argument to me last week was that you can find somebody that's just as good as them to replace that efficiency. And what I'm saying is, is that wide receivers, there's not only, there's not even just one wide receiver on the field at one time. There's two, three, hell, four. Can I bring a counterpoint to this? This is the best counterpoint I have for you. At the warehouse I work at, we have preppers and zone leaders. 
zone leaders get paid more than the preppers. The preppers <laughs> just make sure that the products get bagged, labeled, boxed, whatever. The debate in the warehouse is if you could fire the preppers who are shitty, you could pay everyone else more because you could make everyone else more qualified. The opposite is also true. If you needed, if you wanted to pay someone $20 an hour, he was the best at what he did. He got you the best results. If you theoretically could pay two people less money and get $10 and $10, and they got close, but not at the peak of the one person, you're able to split costs. Paying the same amount, but you're spreading out the money over more people. For running backs, instead of paying one running back a lot of money, you pay three money, three running backs an okay amount of money and have a guy who goes out there first and second down, one guy on third, one guy is the running okay. back. So you're, you're, you're not, you're not okay, paying well, like a Christian McCaffrey. You find a guy who can run and a guy you, who can catch. You still catch, haven't told me why wide receivers are getting paid more because than Because. They're the superstars. Because. I would say that there's two. Th- so you ask me why don't wide receivers get paid more? If you ask me why those wide no, receivers- I don't want wide. Re- I want running backs I'll to get paid why. as much as I wide will, receivers. I'll tell you why. He'll tell you why. Statistics will tell you as of right now in those big billion dollar franchises. Mm-hmm. One, I think that wide no. receivers should get paid that amount of money, and running backs should be up there to match them. Not tear down one section oh, to no, raise up I, the other. No, I That's agree. what it sounds like you're kind of saying. But what I'm saying is in terms of if you name me like for example, the 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 game that we play, the square like the 3 by 3 the immaculate, immaculate grid, grid. Yeah. I know way more wide receiver names than I do running back names. Yeah, because the sheer quantity of wide receivers. That's also true, you but have eight wide receivers on a team in one Also, time. yeah, but in terms of like yeah. give me name me 10 wide receivers, you would say that they're like the faces of the league like Tyreek Hill is up there in terms of like people want to be Tyree Kill. People want to be Stephon Diggs. You don't like, think that Derrick Henry and and you no don't for think sure. That Derek but do we think anyone would be Ish Caffrey? Smith or like I, some random? You know, I don't know. That's, Ish Smith is a basketball guard. player. <laughs> it was on my Mac I, I, I think I think that yeah, they're the they're the face of the league, and you need you want your quarterbacks to be good. Quarterbacks need wide receivers. I think that's what it. That's what I was gonna say. I think it's because they're the flashiest position. They're divas. They demand that money, and the quarterbacks want their receivers. I promise you right now, the Panthers just got the first pick in the draft. We got our quarterback. Now, yes, we had to trade away DJ Moore, which I hated, but I promise you this. The debate, if he does not do well, will not be does he have a good running back? It'll be receivers. It'll be where are the weapons? Now, yes, there are a few running backs that I would consider to be in that category. And the five running backs that are paid the most, who are probably what Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, uh, Nick Chubb, um, Kamara. Dal- Kamara, three or four of those are pass catching and running back combos. Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey was the bread and butter of it, of like this, he can catch and he can run. And Debo, Derek, Debo's both. 
Debo does that's both. Why, that's why he, he said, I don't want to. <laughs> he said himself, Debo was like, I don't want to be a running back because we don't last very long. We get hurt. I don't want to be running up the seam, even though he's really good at it. A wide receiver said, this is going to put my career at jeopardy. Yes, maybe the running back should be paid a lot more for a lot less because of the usage. But in terms of economics, why would you? Because, yes, it. I'm, I agree that running back should be paid more. I want that fully addressed, that Connor Stevens Peck would put down. Your name is Stevens? Stevens, that's and my middle name. With an S? Yes. I My full no, governmental, not know my that. Full governmental out here. Two last names. Yeah, my I have two. My middle name is also first name, um, Stevens. My 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 official stance is yes. Running back should be paid more, and yes, our wide receivers paid a lot. Yes, but we should not be paying quarterbacks. Says why are why are quarterbacks paid more than no, wide receivers? No, don't get me you know, wrong. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like well, you could I, always go to the next. Yeah. Like, would you rather pay a Kirk Cousins or pay a Joe Burrow? And you'd go like, well, like. There's Tyrod. There's thirty. You know, there's Tyrod. There's thirty-six quarterbacks. Not really. There's double the amount at what? Um, there's thirty. What? Thirty-two teams, which means there's sixty-four 62. quarterbacks at least playing. Yeah. Like, why don't you have Sam Donald and pay him crap and pay a running back a lot of money? Because they teams, are. teams have learned <laughs> that that doesn't win you all right, games. Let's move on. Um, all right. So. Did, did we agree? Did we did we have common ground here? Uh, I I feel like we had more common ground than we did last week, but I, just, I, I still I, don't fully, I still don't fully agree with what you're saying. But I, I think we can agree. I, to I think it's just superstar driven, and there's more superstars at wide receiver. That's my comment. So I think that I think that the problem is is that yes, you do see. You do see divas, and and I agree that OBJ. like a, a lot of like, you're going to see. Um, quarterbacks who are going to demand uh, wide receivers. But if you look at the practicality, to, to me, the biggest problem with the Buffalo Bills last year was that they didn't have a, running a back. good running yeah, back. Yeah, I agree. Um, the reason why the Titans for the past five years were even remotely close to the playoffs was Derrick Henry. Was Derrick Henry. But, look at, but look at this way. The team. Where did the Buffalo Bills end up last year? The last five years. On the couch. Divisional round. Yes, they made it the divisional round, and they had one of the greatest games I've ever witnessed versus the Chiefs in one game away that's, from the Super Bowl. two years ago. Two years ago, and they are contenders every single year. Mike Vrabel has more touchdowns than his wide receiving core combined at one point yeah. until he got DeAndre Hopkins. Derrick Henry, yes, he beat – they beat the Patriots, and they, and, they, and they beat it, but, like, they haven't been to the playoffs. So you're saying that, hey – Derrick Henry, best wide receiver, best so running they back. They have been to the playoffs. Did they go to the running they, playoffs last they year? Went to the yeah, playoffs they last went to year. the playoffs. Did they win? No, no, they didn't go last year. They didn't go last year, I didn't but think. they've been like every year since then. But last year they had eighty-two guys on IR. Yeah, so like Derrick Henry was carrying them boys and their casts. Yeah, but yes, the the even the Chiefs. Who are the Chiefs running backs? Chiefs doesn't have Clyde Edwards Hilaire. He's not a good running Jarek back. Jarek McKinnon. I mean, yeah, they got they got a running back by committee, and they didn't have the best running back. We were talking yeah, about, but, the wide rec- but they didn't have the best wide receivers. They either. had Travis Kelsey, the best tight okay. end. Okay, Ta- you go away. They from also that. had Tyreek Hill, who was one of the best wide receivers Bef- last year. They didn't, but two years ago they won the Super Bowl. They were at the Super Bowl. They won it without either. <laughs> Tim Patrick for the Broncos, who's getting paid more than running backs, tore his Achilles three days ago. He's out for yeah. the season. I hope he had guaranteed is he, money. Is he- 
all, like he's out for the season. Yeah, I, it's I, completely also, torn. Also, is Trey Lance the third string quarterback now? Yes. What's happening? Yeah. Well, he can't throw. Yeah, what, what's going on, bro? They, Miller, tell me. I, I, I think I don't they. Know if I would ever say this. We should have taken Mac Jones. Yeah, Mac Jones. Y'all would have beat the Eagles with Mac Jones. Bro, Mac I Jones wouldn't have been hurt. Bro, I hate, I hate that I just said that. But we should have taken Mac Jones. I it, I don't I think we had the draft spectacular that, that I thought happened. they were picking Matt because he I was talking about how much he I loved remember, him. I remember thinking, I hope to God <laughs> we do not t- pick Mac Jones with this pick. I hope we do not take Mac Jones. Then we got Trey Lance. It's like okay, cool. And I was like, okay. The biggest upside, but biggest bust potential is what they said, pretty much. No, Zach Wilson had biggest bust yeah, potential. I mean, I. Honestly, yeah, I'd rather have the milfs, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'd rather take. What, uh, what else happened in NFL? Uh, my uh, oh, like Sean two. Payton uh, beef with Jets. Oh, yeah. keep your name. Keep my coach's name. Travis Kelsey's out been your punching people. Mouth. Travis Kelsey's oh, yeah. been fighting people on the on in in the team. Then he tweeted, "I got to be a better leader." Travis Kelsey, bro, stop. Yeah. <laughs> what are you accomplishing? Yeah, he's beating dudes that aren't going to be on the roster in yeah, two weeks. Like, like, don't you punch me. Bam. Travis. Did you see the Did you see the play? Yeah, he got hit late after he caught a touchdown. After he caught a touchdown. And like 10 seconds later, a he guy got hit in the head. And so I don't blame him. And, and no, I'd like, still bro, be mad. But like Avery fought I, somebody I'm, and almost got arrested. for He is not making millions of dollars in an inspiration right, of children. I haven't flipped my coin. <laughs> <laughs> Flip it, baby. <laughs> um. My my cornerback we drafted in the seventh round tore his ACL. Oh, I saw oh, I saw Pickens Pickett or George Pick. You saw that catch? Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. I got I got a he, screen. He like walked on that guy, and I said that dude's gonna be. That odd. was Joey Porter Jr. I was did that like, too. I was like that dude. He did it right in front of his dad. His dad Isn't was Joey right. Porter Jr. Like y'all second or third round pick? First, no second. You also see this big dude from Atlanta. Oh my Mac god. Mac Hollins. Yeah, that dude was who? He ate the rest of the Falcons receivers. Dog, he, he is huge. <laughs> oh, I did see that. I yeah. did see that. He was running and also there was a uh, I think there's like a, a Cowboys player who's like five five. Deuce Vaughn. Oh, Deuce like Vaughn. A he looks nugget. like a child. He, yeah, he's from Kansas State. He had a big helmet on. Someone, someone tweeted out I'm so glad that the uh that the us. Like He's the, shorter than us, bro. Like someone tweeted out, like significantly shorter than us. There was a a Twitter. Well, now it's X, which kill me. There was a <laughs> dude on uh, X. Some uh, people are gonna type X dot com on their browser and yeah, get, it's like, get exposed. It's uh, some guy was like, I'm really ha- I'm I'm really like grateful that the Cowboys let my son like run like a play. And he's a Make a Wish kid. I thought it was. I thought that was real. <laughs> like I was like, there's a Make a Wish kid out here. <laughs> God, like, he didn't get tackled or like really hit. Bro. I was like, oh, they're not really trying. And it was like, this is a grown man. This Bro, is a d- guy. D- don't don't sleep on him. No, he's Deuce fast. Vaughn is fast, dude. Yeah, but he's gonna get hit by some six foot eight. <laughs> I, I saw Deuce Vaughn play against TCU, and yeah, that man was fast. cracked. Dude, Dak Prescott said he wasn't going to throw more than 10 interceptions And immediately this year, does an interception he, next play. He's like throwing like four picks in practice. Yeah. And hey, one, he's better and than day. Trey Lance. He can't even hit his target. Yeah, he missed the receiver that was not moving. And, of course, our quarterback starting, and it's everyone's hyping it up. As I saw that. Did you great. see that throw he had? Yeah, that it was Dak amazing. shoulder was, fade? Boy, it was nice. But – 
Bryce Young. There's no lineman in front of him, I so that's probably why. Mortified. Offensive rookie of the year. I am mortified. Are you mortified yes. to have hope or that he's not going to be good? The last time I had hope when we saw a player, it was Cam. I'm not saying he's going to be Cam. I'm saying that, like, I'm feeling the same way. We, Avery, we have to say. We have to be fans for him. No, we have to. we have to turn our backs on the Panthers. Because if we give him, if, if we talk if about we, it, then he'll get if excited. We give him shit, and then they suck. Then he's gonna have more faith in him because we can't have more faith in a team that we aren't fans of. Right, listen, more than I, the President Panther. I am, I am excited. Mm-hmm. I've seen his plays. I've heard training camp about like how like apparently like one of the cornerbacks we got's excellent. How like the wide receiving core is coming together. Like how everything's working. And I go like. Adam Thielen's that dog. I said, spoiler alert, I hear this every year. I need a training camp where they go like, nah, this ain't going to work. Just, this ain't it, Jesus. Just throw them out there and pray. That's what I need to read because I swear to Christ. I told you your new coaching staff would be great. I swear to God that if I go out there and we watch this man play and he slings the rock and he looks good, something – I'm going to hold something because I'm not upset – if he hurts, if we have like a Joe Burrow because I don't think anybody, any other quarterback, no, he's more could like, suffer he, a he, Joe Burrow injury dude, and heard, come back. He's more bro, like I've a hurts. He, I've heard that he is so smart, Bryce. Yeah, yeah, he memorized Alabama's playbook before the next week, bro. He, I don't understand. Listen, he, I don't care. He memorized. I don't care. The How strong is his ACL, he, PCL, TCL? He memorized the Panther playbook so good that he was giving presentations on it. The Panthers are yeah the Alabama. Panthers. Oh wow! I don't listen. You Alabama. should be happy, dude. I'm excited. I'm happy. It's the same thing about like buying. You, just, a you new don't want to get your hope up. It's like buying a new car. You know, it's shiny. It's new. It has so much potential. And then when you drive it, you are terrified that somebody's just gonna hit you just right, and it's done. Yeah. And I think that that's any fear. Yeah. And also, it's the same thing with, like, Justin Fields, for example, that, like, Justin Fields, we could have taken him. Remember, we took J.C. Horn. It was a big deal. We, we skipped on Justin Fields, which I'm glad we did. But he was hyped up, being smart. He's, he's, he's going to break the curse of the oak of the— Hey, Justin of, Fields still might be all right. But the problem this is this is this is problem, his last year. The problem is with Chicago and Minnesota, and you saw it a good bit in the quarterback documentary, bro. If you're getting hit, if your quarterback is getting hit every single play, play and like that's, and, that's, and big hits too, and yes, I think the, that that's the problem with the Justin Panthers. Field. Did beef up the O line, but I'm telling you, next year, first round pick O line, second round pick wide receiver, third round pick tight end. Fourth round pick. I don't give a shit after that. You keep it pushing. You you need to protect him because I'm not going to go through eight or nine years of Cam seeing him get beat to death with no O line, and then we go like, "Hey, he's not as good as he more." And I go, "Wow, is it because he kept getting hit?" Oh, I don't know. What could we have done to be better? Get him a wall of dudes who can bench press mountains. I don't want anyone touching my quarterback. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the immaculate grid. So yeah. we are not gonna we're not gonna do the immaculate grid so um, because one. I listened to the podcast last week. Yeah, it was rough, wasn't and it? And I was like, we cannot do this again. So we're I'm gonna going, go. We're I'm gonna going, we're gonna, going gonna go. First. I'm gonna go first. So tell me what you got on baseball. What you got on football? Why don't we just say like I'm gonna go on first? Why don't we okay. just go like 
What'd you get? Well, for we're gonna, we're gonna do that for afterwards. baseball. I only got one. Okay. I have Willie Stargle, <laughs> and the only reason why I know that Stars. is because we went to the Pittsburgh Pirates Stadium. They had a little thing about him on a plaque, and he had an interesting last name. And I said, "Oh, he's a Hall of Famer." And then I looked, and I said, "I don't know anyone about any of these teams." And I said. He was a Hall of Famer. I hope to God he had 100 running back RBIC. <laughs> and guess what? I have five guesses left because I tried other people, and I only got him. So we're going to move on. I'm going to go for, for men's basketball next. Y'all can okay. talk baseball last because then we can actually talk together well, for oh, basketball. Do baseball last? Yes, because okay. I'm not going to be included. All right. In How many did you get on base basketball? I got Seven. I'm missing two. I got, oh, that's impressive. I'll I got go, five. I'll go names. I'm gonna go. I got up. nine. So, so yeah, we figured. If you want, dick. you can go back in time and look at it's Phoenix, Dallas, assists, Golden State, Chicago, Milwaukee. Okay, right so down. go. So Golden State, Phoenix. Did y'all get some? Kevin Durant. Jay- I got. Oh, that was a good one. Um, I got Jason Richardson. That's I had Jason Richardson. Uh, dude, this was the pull of the day. Golden State, Dallas Mavericks. I got Monte Ellis. Monte Ellis. Andrew Bogut. Oh, wow. Nice. My, my ex-girlfriend's favorite player was Monte Ellis. I want oh, you to okay. know. I knew every player, every team he played the for. The two misses I had were deliberately not trying to put this player down as assists for Golden State. I had Draymond Green. Oh. Okay. Uh, I had there. 13%. Steph had 45. Yeah, Steph had 45. I had 13% with Draymond. Chicago Bulls didn't have a damn one Jamal, except for uh, uh, Derrick Rose. No. Jamal Crawford, because his last name is hilarious for to me. Bulls and Suns, you got Jamal Crawford. I had Bulls and yep, Suns. I didn't get it. Crawford. I got Goran Dragic. Okay, yeah, uh, Mavericks Bulls. I did not get that one. Tyson Chandler. Didn't get that one either. Um, Derrick Rose, I had five assists. Five assists plus. I had Derrick Rose as well. Uh, Bucks. Sons. Sons didn't get it. Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe. I, I couldn't think of it. Yeah. Um, Mavericks, Bucks. No clue. OJ Mayo. Would Ooh. never got that. Like uh, that. Five plus assists per game. Drew Holiday. Ooh, I, I had Chris Middleton and only 5%. Pe- percent I had Giannis at 19%. Okay. That's smart. Uh, football. All right. I, me and you sec. actually missed the exact same ones. Atlanta, Minnesota, Super Bowl champ, Indianapolis, Saints, Dallas. How many did y'all get? I got I seven. seven. This is my other immaculate. Yeah, I, uh, I figured. You're you're big balling it. Now I had Matt Ryan for the first. I, one. I had Matt Indianapolis, Ryan. Atlanta. I, I had Matt Ryan for the life of me. Now I'll say this: Minnesota Viking and Indianapolis Colt. I I didn't I didn't know I I, I, I person Xavier Rhodes. Yeah yeah. I, th- that's the only one out of all of them where I was when like, I retroactively looked and said, "Yeah, yeah, I could have yeah, maybe got that." I didn't get it either. Um, Super Bowl champ, I had Peyton. Peyton Manning, Johnny Unitas. Okay, <laughs> he was the first. Uh, I watched a thing about like the first Colts Super Baltimore Colts. They had won, and yeah. there was a a tight end that I would always get when I played Madden with some old friends, where like you do like the draft, where like mm-hmm. you pick your cards to build a team, and it was like. He was like a 99 tight end, and he was like the Johnny Unitas is tight end from the Super Bowl, and he was like a six foot eight slow white guy. Mm. And I have this fast team, and it's just this big dude running. I was like, this this guy's cool. Who'd you get for Saints uh, Falcons? Morton Anderson. I couldn't tell you. Kick, dude, he's a Hall of Fame kicker. Bro, I I felt like I should have got what? that kicker. I felt like I should have got him, uh, not Morton Anderson. But I, I felt like there was somebody that I was missing. Who was it? I, 
Uh, Joe Horn was the number one, but I would have never got that. I don't even. I knew Joe Horn. He's a cornerback. Horn's dad. I knew Joe Horn played for the Saints. I don't think so. Is he? J.C. Horn and Joe Horn are related. It's because when he was drafted by Carolina, Joe Horn visited and he said, how's it going to feel playing against the Saints where your dad played? Oh. Well, you could be right. I know okay. Warren Anderson kicked for the Saints, uh, Saints first, and then it was Michael Vick's kicker in Atlanta. Okay, uh, Saints, Vikings, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. I had Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Brees, um, Drew Brees, Reggie for Bush, Saints, uh, Super Bowl champ. Really? I had Reggie Bush. He won a Super Bowl with them. He won a Super that Bowl. That was a pull. Yeah, I would never I got didn't that. Didn't think one. he was on a team still. Um, Reggie Bush was on the Saints when they won it. Oh. Falcons, uh, Cowboys, Deion Sanders, Deion, I had Deion yeah. as well. Um, Vikings, Cowboys. Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker, I had him as well. Joe Horn. His father, Joe Horn, played wide receiver in the NFL. He's also the brother of free agent Joe Horn Jr. Okay. okay. Um, Super Bowl champ for the Cowboys, I had Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman. All right. I so had that one was really easy for me. Larry Allen. Cowboys and – Oh, that was a good one. Because okay. that man is the strongest person I've ever witnessed. All right. So, for baseball, how many did you get for baseball? Eight. God. Dude, this man almost had a triple immaculate. I had none. This was probably the easiest one for me. For honestly, normally base not baseball, but like for all uh-huh. three. How about hockey? I'm not even gonna try it. Okay, I got I got five. Okay, um, so it's Royals, Marlins, a hundred plus RBI season up top, and then Pirates, Rangers, Orioles. Orioles. Um, there was two of these, which we'll get to, and I'm sure you'll name them, where I was like, damn it. Um, but we'll get to those. Um, so, Royals, uh, Pirates. Jason Kendall. Would not have guessed that. Uh, Carlos Santana. Um, yeah. you telling me you didn't know Jason? I mean, I just some? I knew the Pirates players. Uh, Marlins, Pirates didn't get this. Starling Marte. That's one of the ones that I should have got. Yeah. Um, we, that we, one I was kicking myself. We've had for. that one before. Yeah. Um, 100 RBI season Pirates. I had Roberto Clemente. Same. Um, I lost one of mine on um, because Andrew McCutcheon did not have a yeah. 100 RBI season. Yeah. Um, Rangers, Chapman. Kansas City Royals. I put Aroldis Chapman. Yep. Uh, I wish that I would have thought of that. That was the other one where I was kicking myself over. No. Uh, Marlins, uh, Rangers. I didn't, I didn't get this no one. No idea. Um, Josh Hamilton I had as the Rangers 100-plus RBI season. Put Michael Young. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Who um, would have worked? Kansas City Royals and Orioles. Miguel Tejada. Didn't know that he played for the Royals. Okay, I he, didn't get that. He finished. Um he Marlins won. I only and knew that because he won MVP. I don't think he played. I don't think he won MVP for the. He, he won. He won. Well, he won it for the um, A's when he played for the A's. Yeah, that yeah. that that I. Um, Jorge Lopez. I had Edwin Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> because Edwin Jackson played for fifteen different teams, <laughs> um, and then the hundred RBI season Cal Ripken for Jr. Orioles. I have Cal Ripken. Yeah, I couldn't think of anybody else. Who I so I have a couple. I I have one. I want to see who played for the Marlins problem. and Rangers. I I have one problem Just that one? I would like to bring bring up to the to the floor. Okay. This isn't going to change anything, but I don't like how for some of these you have to you have to like finish do this accolade with the team. So say for instance, right last week it has week, to be with the team. So oh, yeah, for yeah, instance, yeah, yeah. last week we talked about ten plus rebounds with the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. We know KG had 
10 plus rebounds. But and he was a net, but he did not have 10 plus rebounds with the Nets while he was playing with the Nets. Yeah, he but just, I, I I just think that like this guy accomplished this in a season. It might not be with the Nets, but he did accomplish it. I do think that makes sense, but that eliminates I think it is like that's the hardest. It makes one. it harder. It's the hardest. The, la- the the stats one's the hardest one. You got to know did he accomplish it with the team? Yeah. Because if you said like, oh, it, it, he needs to win a Super Bowl, and it said Saints, you could have picked any other player who had won a Super Bowl who joined the Saints organization. Which no, but like the but Honey say, Badger joined the Saints let organization. You, let me ask you a question. But he right? didn't win with them. So say for instance, Aaron Rodgers. If it said something about the Jets, I right? would say it does not work. He did not win a Super Bowl with said Jets. It, I would have said that it should. He, I would say that it should work because he is a Super Bowl champion. I'm just saying. I, I agree. It should be more specific to, to if a you certain want extent. It to be I understand, but I don't like. There's been multiple times where oh, yeah, it pisses I, me off. Where I've definitely got the person right, but it's not with the exact team that they did it with or something like that and so it's just been I, I agree that it pisses me off too when I yes. go like this guy definitely like I did KG2 for the rebounds and I was like oh he didn't do it with the Nets like of course yeah. he didn't he was old so I will tell you though Avery you might win 100 out of 100 times on this um, because this is not my forte I, I feel like I'm like good in like I think, I think I'd have to assemble the warehouse <laughs> To challenge Avery, I, I'm not that good. I struggle. The other day, the other day I got like two on basketball. Yeah, that's true. I there's been a couple times though. This is just where a really good I one. legitimately look at it and I'm like, I cannot think of a singular person in the morning when when it updates to like being available. I park my truck and I think and like I stop my day to do it. There's a there's a dude in the warehouse. Uh, his name's Luke. And, like, the best way to explain Luke is if something is on, basketball is on. Like, it's just default. And, like, he opens the day, and he tries to get the lowest score possible. And the names that man says is insanity. Like, he'll get, like, .2. Like, a point. Less than 1%. For basketball. Like, I'll go to him. He goes, like, I haven't thought about them yet. Like, he is solely focused on one square for like two hours. And he goes, I finally, because he's debating like the five guys in his head, who's going to be the lowest. I'm only good because I played a lot of 2K. Oh, I want you to know when I buy a PS5 or an Xbox One, whatever, because I want to play in my living room, I'm going to get 2K, MLB The Show, and Madden and just ride that. I'm ride not that playing going. Madden or 2K. I'm going to play 2K because I want to build a franchise. Of, I pulled Kyle Schwarber today in a pack. 99 across Warmer? When my, I get paid in August, I'm buying a, I'm buying a this, PS5. He's my I'm catcher a, now. I, shut up. <laughs> Congratulations. I, Thank I you. I you to know. This motherfucker. Sorry, Wade. <laughs> is the luckiest? Luckiest? So you're telling me he's stupid for good. not flipping a 50-50 coin? <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> he's the luckiest? Bro, I promise you. He has put, I I could get the exact same packs, every single one of them. You know who I got last night? I bet it was he Robert got Byron Clemente, and he got I got Garrett an Cole. eighty-five Byron Buxton and an eighty-six Garrett Cole. You know how 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 much I collectively sold those for? Probably fifty, like bucks. two thousand, eight thousand. 
How much would your car sell for? Card. The yeah. Kyle Schwarber's 30K. No, more than that. He's only 30K on sale now right now. Oh, shit. Then I might not have to buy Kyle Schwarber. Put oh, because he, no, he's about to be out. Yeah. Just put him at catcher for now. Oh, what do you mean he's dude. about to be out when the new so, season hits? You get, oh, okay, got, okay. Got 30, so, 30 yeah, days. so. Days. Yeah, but, dude, I still don't have Sammy Sosa. I got Sammy the other day, too. Yeah. If you buy, if you buy the card, does that pass You got to fill out collections to get Sammy Sosa. You can't yeah, buy Sammy so Sosa. You have to, so, Sammy Sosa is part of what we call the live series collection. So, like, would you do some heinous things to get that card? You I, could I, spend real money to buy the in-game currency to buy money? the players you money? need. It would probably be, in yeah. order for me to get Sammy Sosa... A thousand dollars to buy the I top need, six cards. I need probably about a hundred and thirty dollars. No. To get Sammy You'll Sosa. You'll need... Oh, just Cause for I, Sammy? Because I need two more players in the NL. Oh, okay. Because I... Because yeah. if you do a hundred thousand stub, that roughly equates to about a hundred dollars in yeah. real money. And I need a hundred and thirty thousand more stuff. If you want um, Mark McGuire, is that his name? Yeah. You're gonna spend like a thousand dollars. Yeah, he because you gotta buy AL guys. You gotta buy Aaron Judge, Shohei, and Mike, Mike Trout. Trout. I would never. And they're each like a hundred. And I would not. I would not turn DeGrom. any of those cards in for. You just gotta get lucky. You the just, steroid. You either man. save your coins or your stubs, or you well, get lucky and pull them. Nah, don't worry about it. Because I'm gonna let you know right now that when I buy this game, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna be the best at it. Yeah. Well, I want you to know though. You'll be able to hit. Biggest, one of my biggest problems with the game though is like. There's not a lot of ways for you to gain coins. Not like, anymore. Or gain stuff. And all the best cards are in wild card or the packs. Yeah. And they get you to and spend seventy five k. If you buy one forty thousand uh, pack, it's the lower and it's tier. Nothing. You just wasted forty thousand. Yeah, stuff. I spent forty thousand. Gamble kids on a uh, on a chase pack thing, and I got an eighty six overall card, and I literally shut my game off. I was like, this is ball. At least if you're going to not give me the best, give me the worst of the best that I can flip it and get some money back or something. No, for sure. I. You looking at? You? Oh. My bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we need to play because I want to show you my squad. Well, you might beat the shit out of me now. (laughs) You guys have mics to talk to each other? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I gotta buy a new one for my computer. Bro, boys, we need to play only up on Fortnite. I told you about this. Let's do it tomorrow, bro. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna when be, you get back. Yeah, let's do it tomorrow, bro. Dude, it's only it's on Fortnite, and I don't know what it is, but it's so addicting. Yeah, let's um. When you get back, let's do it. I was about to say, I think that me and Pat might be playing possibly tonight. So if you wanna, I gotta rush eat. home and get I on. Could eat dinner. I gotta cook dinner. Oh, hard. Yeah, you suck. She, so. I know. She's waiting on me to come home, make dinner. All right, boys. Yeah, it well, be nice it's been that. how long is this? Hour and thirty and seventeen seconds. All right. Well, it's been a long it was an one. Educational. It was. Project. It's been. It's been all over the place. Um, but if we great. Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, right. I didn't get mad at Connor this time, so that's always a good. good when we thing. when we all start talking history, it gets really deep. And yeah, like really th- good. That's where our wrinkles come out. Yeah, dude, the wrinkles were flexing today. Yeah. Connor's wrinkles working double time. Well, they're smoothing out as we speak right now, so it's time to get them. Call them wrinkles. Where is my wrinkles at? Because your wrinkles are with the Immaculate Grid. Your wrinkles are in history as a whole. You're nuts. That's not what I wanted, but all right. (laughs) Where's yours? Uh, Bobbleheads. Probably not, but okay. No, let me think. I feel like I'm good. I feel like I'm good with like 
like general knowledge stuff. Com- like maybe com- not I'd go, great at anything, but good at everything. Yeah, I go country music. Probably not nearly as good. Don't sell I yourself like short, fo- Jacob. I got to think now. It's okay. Probably teaching. Um, maybe I don't know. Twerking. Definitely not that. All right, guys. We greatly appreciate you listening. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. Y'all have a good one.